Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Callie, you said something yesterday, and when you said it, there was sadness on your face. You were sad that you were saying it, but I actually thought it was almost a good, a joyful thing that you said. Okay. We were talking about the show and just organizing thoughts of stuff that we wanted to talk about and whatnot. And you said, I don't remember, or I don't, actually, I think your exact quote was, I don't have any stories from vacation. <laughs> I, and you and you looked so sad when you were saying it because I had the story of Ellie getting us the free pizza. I have, you know, me and my weird travel things, you know, packing all the mm-hmm. underwear and stuff that you didn't. And I have other ones that I haven't talked about yet. But you were like, I don't have anything. You I don't have so any sad. like show content. Where well. I remember I'm disappointed in myself because there were things that came up during the trip and usually I would grab my phone and email them to myself as like a show pitch so I could, you know, pitch the idea to you. I didn't do that and I almost always do that because I know that I can't remember and I got cocky enough on vacation to be like, you know what? I'm relaxed. I'll remember. I have nothing else to remember in my little head right now. Totally forgot. So I have no, um, I have no recollection of what I wanted to share and but you, I'm bummed about it. You shouldn't feel sad because well, that's, I'm that's, not sad. That's like an overstatement, but I am a little bit bummed. I do think it was funny that you, um, were so into like the dad tent on the beach for like five seconds. That was funny. It, it just wasn't a suitable tent for a beach with that much wind. And I will, it's very popular. It's the most popular sunshade thing on Amazon. It's called the Nesso and Nessu. And it's basically a piece of fabric that's, you know, SPF treated or whatever, so that it's safe shade and two tent poles and then weighted, the corners of it are, are weighted that you just fill it with sand. It's in theory, it's fantastic, but with the amount of wind that, that the beach at Amelia Island gets, it just doesn't, it just wasn't good. Yeah. It was kind of like one end was kind of like would hit the, whoever's sitting in the chair. Yeah. If, if the wind shifted a little bit, the ceiling, of the little tent room would come just crashing down and bonk. But there's one, and I wish you caught me off guard with this. Sorry. No, it's fine. There's one that's really great for windy beaches. Um, but it's like $200. Yeah, but if you are a frequent beach goer, it's worth it. But I'll, you were trying to make your case for us to go get it, and you're like, it's 200 bucks. but we're not frequent beach goers. Like, we go once a year. Yeah, but we go to the beach every day. So if it's 200 bucks and we go to the beach for five consecutive days, that's 40 bucks 
a day. If we kept it for three years or four years, that works out to be $10 a day. Mm-hmm. That's a hundred percent worth it. This one was, was a third the price and we'll never use it again. So the return on Did investment. Did you even bring it home from the beach? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the return on investment of this one, like this one will go on a shelf somewhere. You know where this one will be great? If you're on a lake, there's not a ton of wind, you know, you and you, you post I feel up. like we're never going to use that thing again. And I feel like you should throw it on Facebook marketplace or something. That's another topic for another time. Cause we're, you're doing Face- so well. No, I'm not. Didn't you sell a couple things that we have? I listed three big pieces of furniture that we had. One of them sold pretty quickly. The other ones, I mean, I probably have gotten 50 messages for each item where it's just people saying, is this still available? But then you have to write back. Yeah. And you write back, you just click the button. It says, do you want a quick respond? And you go, yes. And you click yes. And then you never hear from them again. Mm. It's like they get some sort of dopamine rush from knowing that it's there, but they're not going to buy it. So it's, I'm very frustrated with Facebook marketplace because when we were cleaning out the lake house to move years ago, Facebook marketplace was the champion. It was amazing. And I will say Jeff's genius idea it sounded so dumb at the time, but it actually wound up making us an odd amount of money on stuff we would have donated. Jeff put together, have we ever talked about this on the show? It wasn't a, it wasn't a huge moneymaker, but it was a way to get rid of the, the things, the lingering things like ice trays, ice trays, a a pair of extra pliers that you didn't know you had because they fell down behind something and whatever. I just, put it into small moving boxes and put posted a picture at the top of the box and said everything it's a mystery box a, a mystery box everything that's in this box for 50 bucks and every pe- single one of them sold yeah people are like wait what it's like the people that buy it's like the same adrenaline rush that i feel like people get from what's that show where they do the storage unit storage, storage wars. wars um where you don't know what's in like you can kind of see what's at the top of the box based on the picture but it says mystery and what if something is really good in there you know you never know it's the allure of the mystery box the upside means living in gratitude finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same you are now part of the movement Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Uh, Today is Wednesday, June 8th. My name is Jeff Dollar. And today I am grateful for Aleve. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for our neighbors. I was so excited. I walked outside yesterday and there were two of our neighbors sitting like in, um, what do you call those? It's like the camping chairs kind of things. I think you call them camping chairs. 
Okay, great. Thank you for the input. Um, but they were in their respective driveways and their little girls were in princess dresses playing and riding their bikes in the street. And then another woman walked out to get her mail and she was holding a baby and the girls ran up and knew the baby's name by name. And were like, the girls were probably like, four maybe. And they're like, Oh my gosh, babies, whatever. And the neighbors zoom and they waved. So there's like kids on our street. And Jeff, I don't want to get your hopes up, but dare I say we might have a trick or treating neighborhood for the first time ever. I'm so excited about that. It's, it was almost looking down the street. It was almost Truman Show-esque. Like the two little girls riding their bikes in the princess dresses. And then the woman came out to get her mail and like waved. And it was very Jim Carrey sailing to the end of the sea. I was in my car in the driveway about to head out to run an errand. And I went back in the house and said, Jeff, come look at this. Now, to anybody else, it wouldn't be remarkable. But to the people that have longed for a Halloween cool neighbor neighborhood for so long. It just made me really, really happy. What did not make me happy yesterday? I feel like we need to have an open conversation about Atlanta. And if you're not from Atlanta, bear with me here, but I will try to explain as best I can. There is an account called ATL Scoop on Instagram. We've talked about it before. It's a great Instagram account because I feel like I really know what's going on in the city. But the question is, do I really? Because a lot of what's reported is crazy outlier things, right? It's, like, it's not a great account. It's I think it's it's tough to not follow ATL Scoop, although we have friends who refuse, who are like, I'm not going to participate in that. Um, because it scares them. Yes, because they post every day. There's no less than like a half dozen cars that have been broken into. They repost other people's stories about Atlanta. Yeah. So, and now people are tagging ATL Scoop in there. So if your car gets broken into, you take a picture of it, your smashed window, and you're like, oh man, they got my new camera or my computer bag or, or nothing. I didn't have anything in my car. They broke the window for nothing. And people tag ATL Scoop, then ATL Scoop reposts it. The other thing that they post a ton of, car fires, like cars mm -hmm. that catch on fire on the side of the highway. So there's a couple of those every single day. But it's, it, 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 it is an unfair portrayal of... Atlanta. And that's what I wrestle with because I enjoy watching it because some of it's like really funny and like, it is nice to know, like there was a, um, you know, like a SWAT drill in our neighborhood this weekend. So I saw that and I sent it to Jeff and, you know, there are things around our area that are important to know and I'll send it to Jeff or interesting or funny or whatever. And they do also post that there's a food, they, every day they give away food. Like, do they organize that? Is that an ATL know. scoop organized thing? They There's a community organized food thing where volunteers come and you can get fresh groceries and fresh produce and stuff like that from uh, like other members of the community. And it's really cool. So they and then and a, a couple times a week they do like, who's got the best cheeseburger in Atlanta? Who's got the best boozy brunch? Who's got the best dog neighborhood dog park? Like, so there is a good component. So I, I, re I retract what I said. It's not all, it's not unfair, but it's that 
they definitely know how to attract the people to watch it. Well, and it is really interesting. Here's what I struggle with. I don't know if Atlanta is the same as it was. And I'm just now seeing people repost different experiences than mine. Or if like, I've never seen a car on fire in person. Right. I've seen 25 yeah. on ATL scoop in the past month, f- like four months. Yeah. Right. So that's where I'm at with it. And I'm or, just feeling or crazy car wrecks where like the crazy. car, you know, went up, went through the ditch and ended up like with the front of the car in the Chevron gas station lobby. Yeah. Thing. They posted one a couple days ago <laughs> that was like someone that had um, rammed their car into someone's home and then took off on foot. So it's all these like really extreme things that maybe you see once every five to 10 years with your own eyes, but social media, I think is magnifying that I was driving home from work yesterday and I work downtown and then I drive North and there was a guy who pulled over on the freeway where there are frequent exits and so many places to pull off. And he was peeing on the side of the freeway. When you got to go, you got to go. There was no grass. He was, there was a, a concrete wall and he pulled over and he was peeing on the wall. And When, I, when you got to go, you got to go. First of all, men are spoiled because women would get arrested in five seconds flat for that. If a cop went by, that guy would get in trouble also. You think? 100%. I still feel like men have it easier. And I- It's physically easier for a man to do it. Like a man could run into the woods easily and to take care of business if there's woods available. Yeah, but he just was like, I mean, and he was probably a hundred yards from an exit. And I just- But when you get off at an exit- I'm not going to like, it's not the, it's not the best move. It's not the classiest move. It definitely would get you on ATL scoop if somebody grabbed a picture of it. But the problem when you got to go, you got to go. The problem is everybody's, I think everybody's wiring is that you kind of have to go. You kind of have to go. You kind of have to go until your body realizes that there's a bathroom nearby. So you kind of got to go. You kind of got to go until you turn down your street. Then you really got to go. You know what I mean? So if this guy got off at the exit and he already really had to go, his his bladder would have exploded. Would you rather pee on the side of the biggest freeway in Atlanta? Nope. I would have wet my pants. Or wet your pants. I would have too. Yeah. I would have peed on myself to avoid peeing on the interstate. I mean, this is how many lanes? Like 12 lanes. It's a 12 lane freeway in yeah, downtown six, Atlanta. Six in each direction with I a divider. Mean, yeah. So all of that to say, I'm feeling very sad about my city right now. And I'm like in the dumps about it. I love our neighborhood. I love like our little area, but like, come on. Like, I don't want to see people peeing on my way home from work. Is that too much to ask? I think there should be a bathroom version of ATL scoop and it should be called ATL poop. And it should just be people going to the bathroom in public. I think that that is really creepy and the worst idea ever. Okay. A friend of ours, Callie, mm-hmm. sent me, uh, I was having a conversation with her on Instagram the other night and made an offer that I think she was really sincere about, but it is so outside of my comfort level that I this did, story is starting off really sketchy. That I way. that I didn't even 
I, I don't even think I responded to it because I just, it's just so odd to me. Okay. She offered to come to our house any day this week and organize our kitchen or any room because she loves organizing that much. And is this as, someone that we know very well or yeah. is this like an acquaintance? No, it's a good it's a good friend of both of ours. And she enjoys organizing. She said she texted you a similar message. I don't think I got a message. Maybe, maybe. she maybe it was maybe she just texted you a hey, how's the move going? But she posted something about um trying to get a workout in with a baby in the house and, and her dogs and uh, stuff. Oh, yeah, she did text me. I owe her a text message. And I wrote back to her and I said, you know what another great workout is? Unpacking. So if you want, you know, if you want to do that, mm-hmm. here's an option. And she wrote back and said, seriously, I will. I can come over any day this week, but 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 to Wednesday, and I will unpack any room of your house that you want. I'll organize your kitchen. I'll organize your sock drawer. I'll organize your bathroom products. I don't care. I love organizing. I'll do it all. And I, I was like, we'll have you over for burgers. I have, first of all, I would just like to say, I think that remember how we were talking about the other day, how you pressure washed and you love the size of our patio because it's just enough to get your fix, but not enough where you're overwhelmed and mad. You started the project. Right. I think that a number of our friends, because I've probably gotten seven similar texts, like about, let me know if you want to help unpacking, or I love to hang stuff. Like people just are friends offering to do different things. I think that's the same thing at people like to get a taste of what they like, but they have no desire to do the whole house, but it's like a fix. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, I love organizing. I could do one room and it would feel so good. I would love to see my friends and it would satisfy a little itch I have to like do a project without having to do a whole move myself. Knowing this now, why didn't we outsource everything related to, to the move? Like, why didn't we, we should recruit have a- her to come over and do the kitchen? Uh-huh. You, you said somebody sent you a message about hanging pictures. Yeah. Get somebody to, else to do that. Crowdsource our move with yeah. different friends. So like if one friend is like, oh my gosh, I'm so obsessed with, you know, I don't know. Whatever. Organizing bathroom drawers. Hired. Yeah. Okay. So we just have a whole house of our friends. And then at the end of the day, we throw a party and we buy tons of booze and like food and we feed everybody and liquor everybody up and then send them in an Uber home. And right. So there's like a party at the end of the organizing. But there's one person, you know, when the president gives the state of the union address, there's like a designated survivor, somebody who does not go to the building who could lead the government should something tragic happen. We would have to have a designated survivor who loves cleaning up after parties, who would not be invited <laughs> oh. to the party. Uh-huh. They come the day after. Right. See? Right. Brilliant. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. <laughs> A pancake, an egg, and some bacon all walk into a bar together. The bartender looks up and says, Hey, we don't serve breakfast here. (laughs) 
The science is that liquid IV is designed to enhance rapid absorption of water and other key ingredients into the bloodstream. They do this through something called cellular transport technology, CTT. Here's what you need to know. When it's hot and you've been working in the yard, you've been outside playing with the kids, maybe you've gone for a run, maybe you're just cleaning out the house and you lose track of time and you don't have one sip of water and you start to feel foggy, you start to get cramps, you start to feel a headache coming on, Liquid IV saves the day. Now, my favorite flavors are strawberry and also the lemon, lemonade, lemon lime one. So good, uh, but what it does to your body better than the taste. It immediately turns things around. Headache fades, brain fog lifts, and energy is restored. You can get Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code UPSIDE at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order delivered right to your door when you use promo code UPSIDE at liquidiv.com. Experience better hydration today at liquidiv.com, promo code UPSIDE. Father's Day is around the corner, a day to celebrate the father figures in our life. And if you have a father figure in your life that has meant so much to you, you are going to love this gift idea from StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps you and your dad or your father figure connect through sharing stories and memories and preserves them for years to come. So here's how it works. Every week, so you buy um, the gift and it can be sent instantly, right? StoryWorth email your dad a thought-provoking question of your choice from a vast pool of possible options. Each unique prompt asks questions you may never have thought to ask, like what is one of your fondest childhood memories or have you ever feared for your life? Really cool questions that maybe wouldn't come up in normal conversation, but will lead to really amazing knowledge about the person that you love so much. Jeff and I gave our dad's story worth for Father's Day last year. And at the end of one year, what they'll do is they'll take all of his responses and turn them into a book for the whole family. You can order as many copies as you want, share it with everyone. And those are memories that you will have for the rest of your life. It is the coolest experience and it really leads to such a great bonding. Um, it's kind of a bonding activity for you and the father figure in your life. Give all the fathers in your life a meaningful gift you can both cherish for years to come with StoryWorth. Right now for a limited time, you can save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com upside. That's S-T-O-R-Y com slash upside to save $10 on your first purchase. Storyworth.com slash upside. Is the piece of plastic you're carrying in your wallet right now doing enough for you? Obviously, I'm not talking about your driver's license or your library card. I'm not talking about that gift card that grandma gave you for Christmas that you haven't used yet. I'm talking about your credit card. Because with the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, you can start building credit with everyday purchases and on-time payments today. You see, with Credit Builder, members can increase their credit history with no annual fees or interest. And having a good credit score means a better car loan rate. It means easier apartment and house rentals. Or it's just bragging rights when your know-it-all cousin is whipping out their credit score. You can be like, hey, 
Me too. So continue your great credit journey with Chime. Sign up takes only two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Get started today at Chime.com slash upside. That's Chime.com slash upside. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by Stride Bank and a pursuant to license from Visa USA. Chime checking account and $200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply for the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. Regular on-time payment history can have a positive impact on your credit score. Impact to score may vary and some user score may not improve. Here are today's three random things. And Jeff Dollar, the first two I thought you would find so interesting and cool. So I picked them specifically for you. And the third one, I'll have no interest in, so I should just tune out. Um, the third one you'll like, but I feel like the first two are are wows. Yeah. Or do you want me to get the one that's so-so out of the Do way? the so-so okay. one first, and let's end on a high. The first written ice cream recipe was found in a recipe book from 1665. Who cares? I care. I think that's neat, and I know you like ice cream. So. I was just kidding. Um, actually. That's a lot older than I Fun fact about uh, the very first ice cream recipe, not written on paper, it's actually carved in hieroglyphics in a pyramid. Shut up. True story. Queen Dairy. (laughs) In her tomb. (laughs) You are so weird and you've gotten better at not giving yourself away when you're joking. Usually when I'm not joking, there was the hieroglyphics and the guy, the Egyptian guy was in there and he's in the tomb and there was a mummy. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And they were like, Oh, and then then he's like D I L L Y space B A R. Oh my gosh. Do they even make dilly bars anymore? Dilly bar. Yeah, the, the and then there was a hieroglyphic of them tipping the. You should be ashamed that you love down. history and you're coming up with these stories. Um, would you like to tell everyone what you did to me yesterday? Before we continue, I don't remember with where. Ellie's. Um, I don't know why you don't believe that. I don't believe you for a second. If you want, if you have something that has a remote control of any sort that you can control from your phone, uh convince anyone in your house that it's voice activated while you have your phone in your hand, just for the fun of hearing them go front light off. Like get real close to it and say that. And she's like, that's not going to work yesterday. So I listened real carefully and she's like front light off. And then I clicked the button and it turned off and Callie came down and she's like, that was you. And I'm like, no, it wasn't. And she could just tell from my face. You're getting better at hiding your face. Okay. Queen Dilly. (laughs) Queen Dairy. You don't even know what you're saying. My second. And her servants, Baskin and Robbins. Are you done now? Sorry. My second random thing is in London, there is a public toilet on a busy sidewalk that is made of one way mirrors. Like there's one way mirrors around. You know who would like that? The guy who was in traffic. Um, he would absolutely pee. I think I would have stage fright and I don't think I could pee being able to see all those people. Welcome to London. Have you seen our mirror, Lou? And my third random thing is. Would you like to take a poo in our mirror, Lou? (laughs) What's wrong with you? When you take a pee, everyone else you can see. God save the queen. 
And my third random thing is, in 1987, an 18-year-old freshman named Mike Hayes funded his education by asking 2.8 million people for one penny. Oh, that's brilliant. Isn't that I, you know, awesome? I knew you would love that one. I've th- I've thought of that because the power every time we do like some sort of charitable like thing on uh with the upside community, um it's the thing that gets me are the one, the two, the three, and the five dollar donations. Sometimes it's even if like a 50 cent donation or whatever, but all of the, like, it's awesome. It, we get some businesses, we get some people who send in hundred bucks, 500, a thousand, um, which is really cool. But to me, the real power is in a thousand people. A ton of people doing small things doing three, to make a huge. A thousand people who do three bucks each is $3,000. It's That's so cool. So cool. Yeah. So 2.8 million, that's 280,000, right? T-Bird's going to love that too. Yeah. Um. So anyways, and those are my three random things. Yesterday we had, were officially, that was the last date on our lease. So we could no longer be in, in the old house at any capacity. Um. So the night before, Monday night, I went over there just to pick up the last couple of things. There's um, like a broom over there, like yeah. random stuff. And- I did like I I did not feel a strong emotional connection to the home, but I took a little video of it and I said, "Thanks for being a cool home. You know, this is awesome. Especially thanks for all of the Ellie firsts." And I, you know, her first steps, her first words, her first belly laugh. Remember, like uh, mm-hmm. it was when Lily was chasing bubbles. Yeah, like we blew bubbles for Ellie. And Lily was on the other side of the room and wanted nothing to do with us. And all of a sudden she bolted up and was just, I mean, she was almost like leaping over Ellie to try to bite bubbles. And Ellie was belly laughing. It was great. Um, First time I got a love you after saying love you Mm -hmm. when she was, when you were carrying her up the stairs and it was all fine. And I was like, oh, that's a cool Instagram post. And then uh, as I was leaving, I actually looked, teared up. I was like, oh, because that's uh, that's going to be the house that we drive Ellie by someday and go, that's where you took your first steps, you yeah. know, which it's, I think it's cool. It's so neat. And I also feel like when we leave a space, because we are frequent movers, as we've told you recently, um, when we leave a space, we kind of I actually like, changed that because I'm manifesting we're no longer frequent movers. That's fine. We okay. were frequent Thank movers. You. Thank you. And, and this, this broke me. This move broke me. <laughs> Emotionally, this move, this move broke me. Emotionally, financially, yeah. All I, of I, I came to shampoo the carpets yesterday, and I was like trying to make small talk with him and be friendly, and I was just so mad at just the fact, just everything. I was just like, "You have to leave, or you're gonna like snap at him for no reason." Give us the spot. <laughs> So. Right now, by the way, on our floor is a box of tissues, bubble bath, whiteboard markers, a toothbrush, a thermometer, uh, several random like um, baskets of stuff, a cutting board. That's what we're living in right now. Also, I don't, I think you and I are very good parents and we're very attentive parents. So I don't know what sort of sorcery Ellie is participating in. But 
she has come around the corner half a dozen times in the past 48 hours with a random pair of scissors that I had no idea we had. Like she just shows up. I'm like, give me those. <laughs> Where did they come from? Like, was the person who lived here before like a scissor hoarder and they're stuck up like under baseboards or something, but not like pro I mean, we, we out, they're up there. They're on the mantle. There's like five pairs of scissors. No idea why. Which is also ironic because in our last house, we, we, were, could, we could never, never find our scissors. It's because Ellie was hiding them all under her crib. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. We've been recording all week on these like new shiny mics that Jeff bought. The Queen microphones, the microphone that Eddie Mercury famously sang on. Who? Oh my God, did I just say Eddie Mercury? Yeah. Freddie Mercury? Wow. Sang on at Live Aid, which is like- Ed Eddie Mercury. Oh my God. That was, that was <laughs> Freddie's cousin. Nobody really cared for Eddie. He was in and out of prison. Small time stuff. Like <laughs> um, smash and grabs. Took an old woman's purse once. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's just a little bit going on this week. Um, But I've been- all week I've been staring at these mics being like, what do these mics remind me of? Cause it's not a seventies game show. And then it came to me. The mics look like the Casey Kasem mics from Saved by the Bell. I don't even know. You've never seen Casey Kasem on Saved by the Bell. I mean, I sh I'm sure I have. I'm gonna need you to Google that and get back to me, but it reminds me so much of Casey Kasem. 